Hey, what's up? Am I live? Is it okay to go live? We cool? We cool? Computer? Oh my lord. You would not listen. I don't mean to start off a stream. Oh, look who's here already. Rue Morgan, the house. I don't mean to start off a stream being such a complaining Cassandra, but I have to tell you, I think I'm getting really sick of Melon. It is so hard to uh, get all these um, uh, schedules, that the schedule, the, the thing with the thing and the thing, and this needs to be plugged into this, the... You know, you have to accept permissions for from this social media account to this social media account. It ter- turns into a whole mess, rigmarole, situation. And there's nothing here that says whether I'm live or not. I, I'm just, I got to just assume that it, it is rolling in good faith that it is rolling. You would not believe what I have been dealing with. You wouldn't even imagine. I came home, right? I came home. I was I was out of the country for two months. Terrible Wi-Fi situation, right? Can't can't get anything cooking the way I want it to. I come back here, and the whole place it's like a thick soup down here. There's like mold in certain areas. We had uh, a lot of rainfall. And that is like a, a well window because we're in a basement. And it just, man, it gutted me. It gutted me. So I have been just putting out fires left and right. The situation is now under control. I was like, oh, my God, it's Wednesday. Wednesday is usually the day we go live. I can't miss the stream. So here I am. I'm here with you guys. How are you? I hope you're there. Uh, the little oh here's the ticker it's right here okay it's changed yeah okay so we are live yes indeed yes indeedy we got Rue Rue Morg is in the house in two different places he's on Facebook and he's on YouTube I got it the dedication is is awesome thank you thank you Rue I appreciate your welcome it's good to be back it's good to be back I'm I'm a little bit jet lagged but all in all you know twelve hour plane ride with <laughs> we got a 12 hour plane plane ride with uh a f- two kids under the age of of 6 years old it was it was it was a nightmare it was a nightmare but we made it this episode is sponsored by the watermelon bubble as you can see right here hey we got Robbie bloodshed in the house hello Robbie how you doing Robbie's doing all sorts of stuff he's putting out albums and music videos. Congratulations to Robbie on all his hard work as an independent entrepreneur. It's not easy. I, I know it's not easy. Um, what else can I say before we get started? Oh, let's start. So let's start off the show, right? Because this is an official show. We're doing the fiend mail thing, fiend mail thing. Um Let's start off by giving our Patreon people a shout out. If you are, if you do the Patreon, I'm going to shout you out right now. We got Kevin Vonsper, Patreon number one. Freaking Kevin is right now. He is out in California shooting the Haunted Garage documentary. I don't know if that's hush hush or not. And if it is, I'm so sorry. But he's been posting a lot of pictures about it. I'm 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 so happy for Kevin. And his project, I hope it's a great success. It seems like, you know, he's he's getting all the interviews he wants. And I just hope a lot comes from it. So I salute, we salute Kevin in his endeavors. He's our, he's our first patron. Oh, we have a first timer here as well. What's going on, Jesse? Welcome, welcome to the live show. Glad you're here. We usually go live on Wednesdays. Uh, our next Patreon is Cody Crypt. Cody Crypt, shout out. We got Honolulu Babylon. We got Rue Morg, who's in the house right now. We got John, Voice of Doom. Uh, we got Ratty. We've got Adam Harmless. We got Mike. We got Crazy White Boy. We got Nikki. We got Appetite. We got Below Is You, aka Hate Beats. Uh, we got Aaron Salat Saladana. Sorry, Saldana. Sorry if I'm butchering your last name, bud. Uh, William Rodriguez. Nullified Vortices, Dagger Love, 
and the one and the only Jason Horton. Make sure to check out, if you're into filmmaking, check out Jason Horton's channel. I was actually in his documentary called Micro Budget Marauders 3. You can watch it for free right now on Plex TV. He actually, I got a lot of screen time in this documentary. It was pretty cool. We talked about making micro-budget films and the future of, of distribution. So if that is a topic that interests you, check that out. So that's 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 that. And speaking of Dagger Love, my, my guy Dagger Love, he sent me an email. He wrote me. Um, here, let me let me blow this up. Dagger Love is playing a show. And he I will not be able to make it because. I will be in Virginia at the Genre Blast Film Festival, Labor Day weekend. We have two films, two film projects have been nominated. There's my film that I wrote and directed, co-wrote and directed, um, Beyond the Green Hole, which you eventually will probably make it to the YouTube channel. And the other film is The Transformations of Doctors Jenkins, which I directed and starred in a segment, and both of those have been nominated. Um, congratulations to all the filmmakers involved. And here's here's Dagger Love's uh, show that he's got going on. So if you are around, there's no cover. It's uh, in New Hope. It's in Clarion, which is in Lower York Road, New Hope, PA. Okay, so check that out. Screenshot that. Go support Dagger Love. He's the best DJ ever. There's a dance party. It's by Dom Dom Entertainment. So I just want to shout that out there for our Patreon Dagger Love. I hope it's a, a very good show, very good set for him. I don't know if he is the DJ. I think he's he plays guitar. So so maybe I got that wrong. You you correct me if I got that wrong, Dagger Love. He did not ask me to do that. I just did that of my own accord. Oh no, seeing way too many things on my laptop here. How do I hide the stream? There we go. Hey, what's up? We got John Voice of Doom. We got Nikki Coro in the house. Jesse's talking about Glenn Danzig's bricks. This is a free for all show where we just kind of cut loose. I do have one piece. I do have, okay. I, I was, I was correct. Dagger Love is the DJ for the show. <laughs> and he will only play vinyl and and only play Misfits. So there you go. So if you try to request Flock of Seagulls, the runaway song, Dagger Love is going to put on Where Eagles Dare. That's what's going to probably go down. He's the only DJ miss exclusively doing Misfits DJ sets. And I'm just making that up. I don't know if that's true. Don't don't quote me on this. Why is this giving me trouble, man? Always so many problems. So, so fun fact, if you have a Mac book computer and you have too many files on your desktop, like I do, I put all my files on my desktop like an idiot, then it slows down your operating system. I did not know this. And my operating system is dragged to a crawl. It's really annoying. So here he is. He's confirming right now. He will be playing Misfits. <laughs> Jesse, our newcomer friend Jesse, says that these are tasty 45s. Hey, what's going on? Elvis is dead 77. Elvis dead 77. Welcome back. Just got my cheeseburger shirt in the mail yesterday. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. First of all, thank you for buying a cheeseburger shirt. They are available in the web store. Go to the link tree. Sorry, I can't point correctly here go to the link tree under my name it says jeff Rummis, right here there it is the link tree is right there you can find the cheeseburger shirt that elvis is talking about we'll talk about that in a minute let's get back to the business at hand and elvis don't forget to take a picture in your cheeseburger shirt send me those pictures so i can post them up on the social media uh, uh showing off your proud wonderful shirt um okay so I get emails um, from time to time from you guys. I'm really bad with correspondence, as Dagger Love knows. It's just my way. Um, and I was going through some things, and I saw something from the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, 
it's, I was I was abroad at the time when I received this email. I was in Israel, um, in wonky different time zones with crappy internet. But I got this email on the fourth of July from. I'm going to use the word allegedly when I talk about this. This is important because. Again, I don't want to insult this guy. I have no reason not to believe it to be true. It's actually very, I mean, it's super plausible. I just at the same time feel that, you know, it for for many reasons that it would be good to say allegedly. So that way, you know, I've never met this person. I don't know. I have no reason to not not believe this person. I'm really glad that they wrote me and told me this. I love getting stuff like this. Because I love sharing it with you guys. I love that. Isn't this what we do? We love these little tidbits of, of fun. You know, these fun little 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 chew chew toys of information that we get. Uh, well, he sent me one. <laughs> he sent me something, and uh, he claims to be Glenn Danzig's cousin. I was like, Glenn Danzig's cousin. This is crazy. This is absolutely insane. Um, I'm just gonna let's read the email. Let's see what he says. He says he's Glenn Danzig's cousin. Uh, I'm not going to, let's not bury the lead any further. So here, without further ado, this is from, and oh, you know, I'm going to leave his name. He's going to be, we're going to leave him anonymous. I blocked out his information because if he is Glenn Danzig, he's Glenn Danzig's relative, like he says he is. I don't want, I don't want people, I don't know. I, I just feel like the right thing to do is just block it out, you know, in terms of privacy things and whatnot. So I, I, I blocked this out. Um, This is from Glenn Danzig's cousin. My friend on Facebook linked me to your YouTube video titled, What Was Glenn Danzig's Basement Like? Because as you guys know, I love, love, love to like take the longer episodes and I chop them up into like little bite-sized bites. Because some people don't like the long ass episodes. I I can understand. I can appreciate that. Who's got time? To listen to me friggin' babble on about like nonsense. So it's I what I try to do is if I can find something that feels like a soundbite sort of topic, I'll chop it out and I'll re-upload it to the channel. And you know what's funny? Here's the irony of this: is that many times those little sound bites end up getting more views and watch hours than the full episode that they came from, which just tells me that there are some people that want to consume the long form content, a majority of repeat viewers that come here want to enjoy long form stuff. I get tons of messages all the time. I get messages from people that say, I love listening to you on my long ass work shift. You make the shift go by faster. And honestly, nothing makes me more happy when I'm hearing that. Like that really like, cause I listen to pod when I was at my desk job, all I did was listen to podcasts and I know that feeling and to think that I could do that for someone just talking like that really, it, it's, it, feel, it feels rewarding. It feels really good. So I want to thank everybody who does that. But some people just want the quick clip that covers up like something that captures their imagination. So that's what I do. So that's the video that he is referring to. Rick S. says that he prefers the long episodes. So there you go. There's one guy who prefers the long episodes. We got Eric. Eric is not – Eric, what time is it? Eric, this is 13 minutes into the broadcast. I'd say that's pretty punctual for you. Uh, Eric says, glad to finally be catching the show after a couple of months. Yeah, Eric, I've just been I've – been, I've been out of the game, man, and I'm so glad to be back. I want to be back. I'm glad to be in the saddle with you guys. Really did miss all you guys. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, what was I saying about something? Oh, so anyway – so he's talking about that video, which is on this channel. You can watch that video. What was Glenn Danzig's basement like? And it's me and Damien, a.k.a. Pete Marshall, Damien from Sam Hain, in conversation. And I'm asking him what Glenn Danzig's basement was like. And he's trying to sort of – he's trying to just sort of like, you know, uh, remember whatever details he can from 30-something years ago. Um, Rue says, absolutely, work goes by faster when I got you on the radio. Rue, on a, oh, thank you for that. That makes me feel so good, man, truly. I, I'm, 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 on, I'm, I'm truly, I'm honored. I'm honored, man. And here is Sean. Sean, we, man, we've talked about Sean a lot on the show. Sean wrote the Little Fiend series, everybody. This is the guy, the, the lead singer of Maurice and King Horse. 
who he Glenn Danzig produced his his major label uh first time first major label record for King Horse. Uh, and he visited the basement and maybe someday him and I will talk about it or maybe he'll finish that Little Fiend series. Go check out Sean's Little Fiend series. Sean is a great writer. Truly a great writer. Um nobody wants to go down the basement. <clears throat> the Ramones don't. So anyway, uh, see, here we go. Mom says, but yes, I missed seeing you. LOL. I like the long videos. So some people, yeah, some people are down with the long videos. Some people like the short videos. So you're all awesome. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato, P's, Q's, R-S, T-U-V, W-X, Y, and Z. So anyway, <laughs> wow, that was a tangent here. So... <laughs> My friend on Facebook linked me to your YouTube video titled, What Was Glenn Danzig's Basement Like? As he knows I am related to Glenn Danzig, and he is a super fan of his. Glenn is my cousin. We, I mean, obviously, I'm going to say allegedly. Obviously, this, I think this guy is totally his cousin. Like, it's obviously his cousin. Again, I just would not want you know certain people to watch this video and think that I'm like, you know, making this stuff up. I'm not making this up. This guy emailed me saying he's Glenn Danzig's cousin. So. <laughs> um, we aren't particularly close. I mean, that makes sense. But I did visit his house in New Jersey once back in the 80s as a child and did get a tour of the basement. I remember, as Pete Marshall stated, he had Japanese toy robot figures. I believe they were Force 5 figures, if my memory serves me correctly. I remember he also had quite a few grade B horror movie posters hanging on his walls. And I also remember animal skulls of some type. That is pretty much all I remember about the basement. I remember Glenn giving us a copy of one of his albums as a kid. The only thing I remember about it was the album cover had an image of JFK getting shot on it. See, that's why, like, you know, this is this dude's cousin because this is, you know, this is Glenn's cousin because. Friggin' like he's obviously he's not a Misfits fan. He casually receives a record, that, uh, you know, probably like a first pressing a bullet. Doesn't know what it is. Is like you know describes the basement as. I mean, it's his cousin. It's his cousin. That is so cool. Uh, also, and I am not. I am not sure if you were aware of this or if anybody outside of our family is. But Glenn's mother's nickname was Wampy. We referred to her as Aunt Wampy as kids. So Glenn Danzig's mom was referred to as Wampy. Aunt Wampy. Anyways, I just wanted to pass on some info. I just wanted to pass some of that info on to you as you seem like a fan of Glenn's. I'm totally a fan of Glenn's. We love pouring over this. I, wow, Aunt Wampy. Wampy. That was the nickname, the affectionate nickname for Glenn's mother. Uh, and Glenn was uh, a cousin. So when he says cousin, I'm going to, can we assume first cousin? If you're going to call someone your cousin, I would assume, I mean, he, you feel like he would might be more specific if it wasn't his first cousin. I don't know. Maybe that's, just, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Who friggin' knows? But in any case, I thought that was a cool little letter. That was so nice. I'm going to write him back and let him know that, um, most certainly was appreciated and apologize for the lag in time. Um, <laughs> dead, dead horse running through your veins. Tomata de plenty. Here, we got another first time listener. First live listen, been listening to past shows. Can't get enough. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. I really appreciate your viewership, man. If anybody's new, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We do this normally all the time, although I've been out. I have been trying to piece together some quality shows instead of doing this sort of like half-assed BS where I have like nothing <laughs> except this email. <laughs> That's it. That's the only email. You know, we've done two of these the previously and we had more we had more stuff, but not not this one. Rick S says Love listening to these Misfits Glenn Danzig episodes on car rides or just chilling at home. Super entertaining. Ah, 
I love hearing that. I'll, I'll never, I never get sick of hearing that. I agree, Nikki. It is an awesome email. Um, Nikki has a uh, zine. It's an online zine. Nikki, put the link to your zine in the in the description so people can see what you're up to. Nikki is doing this online zine. You guys might be interested in it. Check it out. Nikki will put it in the comments for you. Um, Joe is asking. You gonna talk about him playing in front of five people at that concert last month? Who? What are you? What are you talking about? Glenn Danzig? I don't know what you. I don't know what you mean, man. You gotta explain yourself. All right. So this is from another Sean, who was also in Glenn Danzig's basement. Sean, as we said, guy from King Horse and Maurice. He toured with Sam Hain. Used to talk to Glenn on the phone all the time. Wrote the Little Fiend series. He says. It was filled with his collectibles and at the same time had family storage stuff. I distinctly remember him and my girlfriend playing with a Mothra toy on the floor. My Lord. What's up, Chris? How you doing? How's, how's Bo doing? Hope Bo is well. Bo is Chris's beautiful collie dog. Ah, lyrics from a King Horse song. Well, Look at me caught red-handed, not knowing it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there you go. That's a uh, how's it going, Chris? What's up, Christopher? We got two Chris's in the house. Two Chris's. It's definitely Jesse. It is legit. I sound like an asshole saying allegedly. I'm just like trying to like. I'm just being too self-conscious about this, and I just need to like chillax, chillax. Jamie Pitt says, my husband and I love listening to your show when we are chilling at night. You are insane for Glenn as we are. Thanks. Hey, Jamie, thank you. Thank you for tuning in and enjoying the show. I do appreciate it. We got, oh, we got Russell Casualty, man. Russell, it's so good to hear from you, man. Hope you're well. Hope you've been having a good summer. Hope the kids are well. Russell joined me most recently, Russell, not recently, but like the last time Russell was on the show, we were interpreting Glenn Danzig's lyrics and we were decided there was going to be a part two. So Russell gear up for that. We're going to do it sooner than later. Start doing your homework, Russell. We're going to tackle some new songs and determine, try and figure out what Glenn is singing about. Go check out that episode. It's on the channel. It's something like, what was Glenn singing about? One of these episodes. Go go and seek it out. Um, that was a real fun deep dive. We talk, We really got to the bottom of what hybrid moments might be about. I, that was very rewarding for me. And we talked about where eagles, where eagles dare. See you later, Sean. Thanks for stopping by. Um, the premieres tonight. Hear anything about it? Are you referring to your 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 uh, the zine? Friggin' post a link, dude, so we can see that. When or I don't know, maybe just post it in the group, post it in the Facebook group, and next time we go live, we'll, we'll share a link of it or something. I don't know. Um, sorry, I'm getting twisted up here. Bob Luna loves the show. Bob, no, oh, that's Chris. Two Chris's chatting in the chat. We got Bob. Why is this doing this to me? It's like trying to highlight Bob. Here's Chris Berwind. How you doing, Chris? Why can't I get Bob? Bob, 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 Bob loves the show. Thor Terry. Okay, this is interesting. This guy named Thor Terry says he is also a Chris. But we're going to call him Chris Crossbones because he put a little crossbone with the skull guy there. So he's Chris Crossbones. We'll just call him that. Um. Oh, Danzig's new movie you're referring to. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. As soon as I watch that, we're going to do a whole review. That's another episode. As soon as I can get to a movie theater. I've not been to a movie since March 12th, 2020. In the theater, I should say. So, gots, 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 gots to do that. Robbie says, Russell, I swear to God, if you interpret those Misfits lyrics before you watch, I swear to God... If you interpret those Misfits lyrics before you watch The Deer Hunter, I, I, Robbie, I don't know what you're saying. He's got to watch The Deer Hunter and then interpret the lyrics. Winston Smith is in the house, and he remembers the lyrics episode that we're talking about. 
That's good. It, apparently so, Rue. Apparently the, the Death Rider premieres tonight. Good luck, Uncle Glenn, with the premiere of your movie. I hope it is well-received. I can't wait. You know what we'll do? First, we're going to we'll read a review about it, whatever the reviews are coming out. And then when I watch it, we'll actually do a review. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a live commentary. Maybe we'll do a live. I'll like watch the movie off screen. And we'll do a live commentary track. Maybe we could do that. Um, hmm. What else we got here? New viewer here. Just discovered your channel. Christopher, welcome. Guys, we are like rich in Christophers. Such a variety of Christophers. We have some with C's. We have some with K's. We got one guy that calls himself Thor Terry, but he's really Christopher. Christopher, welcome. Welcome to the, the show. Truly. <laughs> uh, Rick says he loved the weird Jerry only episodes, but only saw parts one and three. Couldn't find part two. Part two is definitely on the channel. That you gotta look, Rick. I think I called those Jerry's kids. So look for part two. Jerry's kids part two, I think. I think I did those two weeks in a row. Those are fun. Hey, for the kids. For the kids. Speaking of which, I think uh Jerry Jr., Jerry Other is up to something. He's got an album cooking or something. Good for him. I I, I like that persona as Jerry Other. I think that's fun. Um, Rob, Robbie says, Russell keeps saying he's going to watch the De Niro classic, but is sleeping on it. Ah, now I, now I get it. Now I understand. John Voice of Doom in the house. Oh, where did he go? John Voice of Doom has a new video premiering this Saturday for our new hit, Night Tide. Everybody, please tune in. Congratulations to you, John. That sounds wonderful. We will definitely tune into it. Uh, make sure, John, to share a link in the Facebook group, and I'll even post it on the, the Lodi page as well. So hopefully we can get some traffic for your video, get some hits on there. Congratulations to you guys. I can't wait to see it. I look forward to it, truly. Um, Jeff says, love to learn about the Golden Age of the Misfits vinyl. Cool podcast. Hey, thank you so much. You might notice that a couple of my episodes have gone missing, by the way. They will be back in some way, shape, or form, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, just sort of restructuring things. I have an announcement coming up. Um, so look forward to that. For Patreons um, who have been receiving the lost Lodi files, the next one will be coming up for September and October. I'll be working on that as soon as I get the basement back in work, fully working order. We're almost there. I literally set this up so that I could do this, but I have still have a little bit more work to do, but we will make sure to have that for you. Whoa, did I just see Paul Seacrest? Me and the fam went and saw, went and seen the new Purge in the theater. It is still the same as before the pandemic, dead as ever. Interesting. Very interesting. I'll tell you, it is really humid here. I was just in Israel where it's like super dry and now it's like a thick soup and it's not terribly fun. Um, Mordecai Gray says those Jerry's Kids episodes are great. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun to watch Jerry go, ah, right, hey, hey, it's me, Jerry. I'm Jerry only. Ah, for the kids, you know. It's Jerry's so gregarious we really need some new jerry episodes i think michael says just listen to jerry's kids one and two love how you make jerry and chud sound like 40s kids after edward g robinson well i mean yeah but like jerry's just all like jerry's more like you know out there like oh hey i'm jerry and chud's like Chad's like, uh, oh, gosh, bro, bro, what's going on? What's going on? What? We have another Chris in the house. How many Chris's is that total? That's like 17 Chris's in this chat right now. I've never seen so many Chris's in the chat. Um, so what else can I tell you for this show? It's not going to be a very long show. I don't know. I don't. Do you guys got anything for me? I, I think 
I don't, I don't have anything. I really just wanted to come on here and say hello and let everybody know the show still exists and that we will be resuming our weekly schedule. And like I said, I didn't have that much to really talk about. And if you like... If you prefer Spotify, you could do Spotify. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the t-shirts. Oh, we have Patreon. Crazy white boy in the house. We gave you a shout out, shout out, shout out at the beginning of the episode, the other Patreons. Good to see you, man, or good to hear from you. Robbie says, holy crap, I just realized when you do the Jerry voice, you sound like that fungus toe gangster from that one coward, Courage the Cowardly Dog episode. All right. Ravi, send that to me in WhatsApp because I definitely remember that show, but I have no idea who the character is, and now I have to hear it. Although I'm afraid. Maybe if I hear it, I'll stop doing it or I'll be too – nah, just send it to me. Send it to me. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, Dagger, thank you. Thank you, sir. Truly, I uh, uh, a cheer, uh, cheers to Dagger and all his support. Um a gal I used to date called me Twisted Fur. That I think we're gonna. That's your up. Oh, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Now your new nickname is Twisted Fur. Don't you know we give nicknames? We have Russell Murdergram, aka Russell Casualty. We got Rue Morgue. You're now Twisted Fur. I'm never gonna call you anything but Twisted Fur for the rest of like the times, like these times. We do, Winston, I agree. We do need a new Jerry interview. He hasn't said a peep since the reunion. I mean, they're gearing, they're definitely gearing up for some kind of shows. Um, and as you know, they're out there right now getting ready to do Danzig 2 Lucifuge. Oh, that's another thing I forgot to mention. Keep your eyes peeled for another listening party. This time we're doing November Coming Fire. Um, that will be available to the patreons and then 30 days after it drops for the patreons it'll be available on youtube <clears throat> i got a couple other uh sort of similar you know co compilation projects type things that i'm kind of cooking up on the side right now uh like the screaming jay hawkins one and misfits before it and um i'm thinking about doing one for sublime uh i'm not sure yet have to see what materials are available to me. Uh, as some of you may know, I've been working on two top secret projects, and they're both coming along very nicely. Uh, I had to stop working on them because of some stuff uh, in Israel, and now I can finally resume work on them. And Jesse is right. I will not forget Chris Crossbones. Definitely not. Jamie Pitt asks... Do you dig the Manimals' Blood is the Harvest at all? Great album. And Glenn is thanked on the record sleeve. Also got a favorite Stooges song, Mine is Dirt. The guitar in it brings a goddamn cheer to my It rips my soul out. Dirt is a great song. I'm a ginormous Stooges fan. Just the way I'm a Misfits fan. We do a Stooges podcast, me and Nick Esposito, who is also a, a big Misfits guy. It's called Stooges Talking Iggy. It's on this channel. Check it out. Um, love, 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 love the Stooges. Do I have a favorite song? I'm not sure. I guess maybe Death Trip because the guitars are just so mind-meltingly awesome. Uh, the entirety of Funhouse. I think of Funhouse like the album is one song beginning to end. It's just one long song because when I put on Funhouse, I have to listen to it from start to finish. It does not stop. And the Manimals. Of course, I love love the Manimals. Blood is the Harvest is great. Uh, what's that song? Uh, Burn Witch Burn. Great friggin' song. And yes, those he used to play. Those dudes played with Misfits and Sam Hain. Uh, the first screenplay I ever wrote called "The Shift." Uh, the main character uh, is named after Larry the Wolf. That is where I took the inspiration from the name from Larry himself. So there you go. Um, ah, hey, I'm gonna keep doing the Jerry voice for the kids. Ah, yeah, that's a ticket. Yeah, hey, come see us live. Hmm. You know what I need? I need some gum, you know, because Jerry's always like chewing gum in the interviews. He's like smacking the gum as he talks. You know, we we just we 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 it's this thing that we've been doing for a long time. Ah, it's this thing. We we do it for a long time. You know, we do it for the kids, you know, we put it put on a good show. That's what you gotta do. You gotta put on a good show. Right? Uncle Des. 
that's that's just like classic, classic, classic Jerry, classic Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mordecai Grace says, since you were talking about Glenn's cousin at the Coconut Show in Tucson, which was a secret show, I guess with no promotion, uh, because it was Glenn's first show back in Arizona since the incident. Wait, what? Wait, did they do? Hold on a second. Did they do a show? They did a show recently at Coconuts. I'm confused. Explain further. And we, oh my God, the so you guys know Keep On Danzig. I had JW, the guy from Keep On Danzig. Him and I, we talked about that incident for three hours. We like dissected every like frame and like every little like eyewitness account testimony to determine what the situation is and we both found, even though we're biased we both found that the promoter was was greatly greatly at fault for the situation and it's kind of a i don't know kind of a bs sort of thingamabob you know paul says just read an interview with scott soto he gives a different perspective on christ the conqueror scott said they were all supposed to be like comic book heroes yeah, that makes, I mean, that makes sense. Like, like a Conan, like Conan the Barbarian comic, you know, something like that. I'm totally, 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 totally. Um, <laughs> the big toe, the big toe. Um, after a song ended, I loudly told Glenn from the barricade, oh my God, I wish you were my dad. It got real quiet. And then Glenn just started laughing really hard. And said, no, no kids for me ever. Wait, what are you talking about? Are you like, wait, I'm so confused. Then everyone started laughing because we couldn't really believe he was laughing. I used the opportunity to respond by saying, will you do vampire? He said, you want to hear something old and grinned. That's awesome. But what is this like a recent show? Is this a show from a while ago? I've, this is a great story. This is wonderful. Oh, my God. No, I was there at Coconuts. It was Circle of Snakes era. It was cool because Danzig was dressed down, but it wasn't a secret. Okay, so this is a, a very old show when Jerry was probably still in the band. That was one topic I did not discuss with Jerry. Not Jerry only. Uh, Jerry Montano, who played on Circle of Snakes, by the way, that is a really good episode. Go check that out where I had we had we had Circle of Snakes bassist on and we talked about all sorts of stuff. Uh, I need to chop that episode up for 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 micro content. Uh, so you can expect that soon. Indeed. Um, what else, guys? Give, give me something else. Give me something else. What else can we talk about here? Make it to the uh, make it to the hour, you know. Mm. I know for sure what I do need to talk about. Let's let me do a quick piece of housekeeping while I have you all here. So I relaunched my T-shirt store because look, I mean, I am really trying to do this forever. I want to do this forever and ever and ever. Let's see, is this there we go? These are this is the new t-shirt store. Check it out. We got a TV casualty shirt. Never mind the bollocks. Here's another slice of pizza. So if you want, never mind, I want another slice of pizza. And of course, you can't have a cheeseburger shirt. That's the one that Elvis just picked up. All of these are available at the store. You can go to the link tree to get t to get the t-shirts there, or I'm gonna put it right in the in the comments here for you if it will allow me to, there you go. Check that out, support the cause, buy a t-shirt. Look, maybe maybe you're a bit, maybe you wanna be uh, a smart ass on Halloween. You can get your generic holiday shirt right here. We got the the Lodi, they came from Lodi uh, with the um, the classic JFK, they, they came from Lodi shirt. We got some sour, sour cream, November's fire, sour cream pure and natural and of course we have a a more updated this is no this is the outdated version of you can't have another cheeseburger in red this is the one that's more updated in black and i have more designs coming guys so 
please take a look in the store and consider getting a t-shirt if you are in the, the, the shopping of t-shirts. That's right. I actually, I actually told, I told, I told, whoops, I told Russell, I said, Russell, I want your blessing before I put this in my store because I feel like he's, he's Russell casualty. So, you know, I just want to make sure he was cool with it and he was very cool with it. So salute you, Russell, for, for signing off on the, the TV casualty shirt. Rock on. Winston says, let's talk about the time Glenn and Hank three played some songs. Man, we should do a whole episode on that. Do I really want to talk about that like so off the cuff right now? Um, ah, interesting. Mordecai says, no Circle of Snakes era. The year after the incident, so it was 2005. If you look at that tour, there were two off days between Albuquerque and San Diego, I believe, and they ended up playing a show in Tucson. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, hold on, let me miss some comments up here. Whoa, a lot of comments linked by. Uh, so Mordecai says, this was after he asked if they, Glenn said, you want to hear something old? And Mordecai says, then they went into Skulls. He ran right up to me and uh, I got to, he got to, Mordecai got to sing the chorus with him. That was before I started meeting him. So as a 20 year old kid, it was amazing. That's awesome, man. Awesome story. Awesome, like fan experience, truly. Um Chris says, by the way, Sammy from Fang did an interview on Drew's New York hardcore show. Drew Stone, guys, check out his hardcore show. Today. He talked about the San Francisco uh, Misfits. Uh, he's talked about the San Francisco Misfits incident. Um, okay, I will definitely check it out because I want to hear from, I want to hear that point of view. Hey, Chris, can you get me a timestamp so I can jump jump into the exact point where he talks about that? I'd be very interested to uh, hear his point of view. Rick S says that he met Glenn randomly at a Chicago comic book convention way back in the early nineties. The guy was super cool. Hey, um, let me see here. Jamie says, I wish that Archangel with Dave Anian came to fruition. That would have been just amazing. It would have, it would have been, it would have been some really cool jazz, man. Really cool. Um, I got the Lodi JFK hoodie. Yes, Rue, I salute you. Thank you. Please make sure, listen, anybody buys merch, please make sure to take pictures of the merch so that we can proudly display them uh, in our on our Facebook page, uh, in the group, on the Instagram. We want We want to showcase you in your merch. So make sure to do that. I'll be getting my own hoodie. Uh, in the near, near future as well, when I can. Um, our concert tickets were just Red Carnival ticket stuff. We still had it. So it was definitely an impromptu show, that show in Arizona. Um, yes, I figured you meant, uh, Mordecai, I figured you meant Vampira. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Um <clears throat> Yeah, the time that Glenn played the songs with Hank 3 on 666. I mean, got to find some more stuff on that, like do a proper discussion. It's a very interesting show. It was like videotaped and has never seen the light of day. Well, a couple of snippets here and there. I don't know if they're still up, but they were up for a while, for a while. Anything else, guys? <clears throat> Anything else we can discuss here? It's getting really hot down in this basement. I got to tell you, do Michael asks, do you got a shirt with the horror business with the phantom face on it? Ah, that is a really, really old design. I do not. Um, I If you want that, I will totally put it on a shirt. I could totally do something like that. I don't know if I'm going to use the phantom face per se, but definitely we'll, we'll do a horror business style shirt in the future. I have a couple of designs. Again, my, my bandwidth, my time, I go from this to this to this and, you know, 
split in a thousand different directions. That's what that's what ends up happening. Okay, okay, duly noted. Listen, somebody wanted the cheeseburger shirt in black, and I made that happen. And you know what? They picked one up. So if there's a specific color or style or size that is not there, but you want, you just let me know, and I'll make sure that that happens for you, just for you. Um, guys, this is what I want to communicate to you more than anything. I am going to be on here a lot, like a lot, a lot. I, I'm going to try and like be on here every single day. I don't know for how long, like, I don't know if it's going to be, it won't be like a two hour show. It might just be like anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes about a very specific topic. Uh, and on Wednesdays, we'll do the Lodi live show. And listen, if you enjoy doing these female episodes, we can do them on a more regular basis as well. Um, Danzig and Hank 3 doing Hank Senior Angel of Death is awesome. It sure is. It sure is. And it's Danzig. Danzig like rearranged it or something like that. That's pretty cool. Oh, um, if you're a fan of Return of Living Dead, if you're a fan of Return of Living Dead 3, I got some great surprises for you. I can't believe I've just like been sitting on these things. Like I do them and then I just sit on them. So I interviewed Miguel Nunez, who plays Spider in Return of Living Dead. We spoke for two hours and that will be coming out on the channel in the very near future. I just have to uh, fix a couple of things and I will throw that up. I also, if you are a big fan of Return of the Living Dead 3, that's the one with Julie the zombie. Um, I interviewed, if you're a reanimator fan, I interviewed Brian Yuzna for three hours. Him and I spoke for three hours, and I have still just have to chop that, chop that up as well. Um, so that will be coming to the channel. And then John Penny, who wrote Return of the Living Dead 3, he also was interviewed. So we did a two-hour interview, or maybe it was 90 minutes. So that'll be coming up. So if you're into Return of the Living Dead, there's a lot of stuff. There's an unboxing that's coming up, uh, mystery unboxing. Let's say it's zombie-related. That's all I can say. I can't say what it is until – of course I can tell you what it is. It's Night of the Living Dead. It's not, I got a Night of the Living Dead box from the guy who's doing the new Return of the Living Dead movie, this guy. Really, really, really nice guy. Um, he's involved with, with all that stuff. And so we're going to be doing an, we did an, I did an unboxing video for his, uh, merch pack already that's on the channel, but we'll be doing that. Okay. So Mordecai says the date was March 13th, 2005, a year after the, the big KO debacle. Um, what else is coming to the channel that I can talk about? Ah, a behind the scenes of the super secret project number one. Uh, that will be, a, I think people will really appreciate that. If you were just twiddling your thumbs on Facebook one day, we actually went live as the project was, you know, being shot and then very quickly took it down. Um, but if you're a Patreon subscriber, you know what I'm talking about already. So check that out. Uh, what else can I tell you? What else can I? Yeah, Rue, that's right. Rue loves the Return of Living Dead shit. Yeah, not just one. I mean, three. Three Return of Living Dead episodes. You, I mean, in total, that's probably about six and a half hours of, of Return of Living Dead stuff. Although, Brian Yuzna, the whole conversation, it was, a re it was an interesting conversation. It wasn't like we, you know, it, it's funny how, you know what's funny about Brian Yuzna? Here's a dude who I like worship and revere and like, I love this guy and his filmmaking. He's like my, he's my Roger Corman. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, I, I, I worship this man, the producer of Reanimator, just done so much stuff, right? Friggin', um, I go in there with a list of stuff to talk to him about, and I'm super prepared. Like, I rewatched a bunch of films. One film I hadn't seen in 20 years, I rewatched Faust, Love of the Damned, made that movie in 2000. Um, oh, thanks. We got the timestamp from Chris. He made that movie in 2000. Like I like rewatched it, like took all these notes. It was like super prepared. And then as soon as we started talking, like nothing that I wanted to ask him mattered. 
and it all went out the window and the conversation just is what it is. And like, we talked about so many different things and it was, it was a wonderful conversation. It was so generous at this time. Um, and I can't wait to share that with you. Um, <laughs> Rick wants me to do a long form interview with Glenn's cousin. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can, maybe we can make that happen. Maybe, maybe he would do that. It'd be a little weird. Like, li like what is the, the like literally the qualification as to why we're interviewing you is because you are the cousin of Danzig. Um, that would be a little, Oh, do we have any Zombina and the Skeletones fans in the house? Because while I was in Israel, the t because the time zone difference was, you know, lesser, uh, Zombina and Doc Horror from Zombina and the Skeletones did a episode of Pizza Punk. So that will be coming out. So that's, that's four, four episodes that I have just yet to get to. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Um, what else can I tell you guys about? Ah, watch Snowpiercer, season two, really great. Breaking, I didn't watch any movies while I was in Israel. I watched Snowpiercer season two. I watched Breaking Bad season five, really great. Uh, no, not Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul season five, really, really great. And I watched this, I watched Black Summer season two on Netflix. Friggin' um, one of the more, I mean, really, really a lot of fatigue when it comes to The Walking Dead but totally, totally was reinvigorated by this show, Black Summer, which takes place in the Z Nation universe. So if you're familiar with Z Nation, which is like the mockbuster of The Walking Dead made by the Asylum and Sci-Fi Channel, it's super cheesy, but the tone of Black Summer is like super, super serious and deadly. Like, check it out. Check it out for sure. Um, and then what was the last thing I watched that was a show? Oh, I watched Z Nation too. I started on Z Nation. I was like, you know, it's fun, fun, campy, just show really like kooky, kooky, episodic, crazy TV nonsense. And the one film I did watch on the plane ride back was American Pickle with uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, I did more reading than anything else. I read Lonely Boys. I talked about in Israel. Check out that Sex Pistols episode we did. Um, I read read about the Grateful Dead. Read oh my god! Anybody who is a fan of Invincible, the Robert Kirkman comic book that's been turned into an Amazon series, I read the first compendium. So I read forty seven issues. Phenomenal, phenomenal book. Really, really fun. Um, what else did I consume? Stephen King's. The Outsider. Now I can watch it on HBO. I got a lot of movie watching to catch up on, but there's just never enough time in the day. There's never enough time in the day. Uh, so hopefully what I'll be doing is I'll be coming back here every day with some form of live show, whether we're talking about movies or music. And then the Misfits show we'll do on Wednesdays. And I got to contact someone about the show for next week and get, make sure that ball is rolling. Um, I don't know. You guys got anything else for me As otherwise I think, I think we're going to wrap it up nice and early tonight, you know, and when does that ever happen? How do I find, where do I go to get the videos? The videos? Um, oh, Rue. First of all, Rue, thank you for picking up a sweatshirt. Appreciate your um, support, but it's nice to it's nice to have you in the chat and and glad glad to be back. You be safe and you cough cool as well. I mean, I don't know why we haven't done cough cool masks, right? Like that that needs to go down. That needs to happen at some point. Here we go. We got the videos right here. Is this the video settings? No. Why can't I find anything that I need in order to do what I'm trying to do right now? Uh, maybe it's no. Uh, new. No. I'm just trying to find the videos. Sound crazy, right? Yeah, no. That is weird. Current broadcast. No, that's not what we want. They make everything so difficult. They like hide everything from you. 
Can't find anything. Adam says, I was hoping to see Howie Pyro on here, but I noticed he is having some health issues lately. I'm really sorry to hear that. I am going to send Howie a text message because I did want to have Howie on the show. And maybe when he's feeling better, he can come on. I don't see why he wouldn't. Howie is an incredibly interesting guy who's lived. I mean, I don't know why Howie has not written his book yet. Because it's like, it's something else. They, You know, you know what's annoying? They switched the layout on this thing. I can't find anything now. I can't find where I stash the videos. Um, for those who don't know, Howie was not only, people know him as the bassist of Danzig, but he also was in a band called The Blessed. He was also in a band called Degeneration. Um, he was around in the 70s, rubbed shoulders with, with everyone you could possibly imagine including Jerry and Glenn and the Misfits, the 1979 Misfits particularly. You know, I'm trying to find where, you know, I have this like section where I have videos and I can't, I'm like afraid if I click out of here, what's going to happen? What happens if I click out of here? Yeah, you don't want to do that. Oh, this is so annoying. Where do I go? I go to, I want to figure, yeah, Degeneration. He's absolutely a legend. Absolutely a legend. He'd be perfect for he'd be perfect for Pizza Punk. Adam, thank you for he. Adam's been pushing for this for a while, and I I always say yeah sure, and then I don't do anything about it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely shoot him a text message, but I'll be apprehensive about it in case he's not, you know, in case he's still ailing. Really sorry to hear that that about that because. Such a such a treasure that dude is. I can't go to settings. That's not going to do do it for me. I don't know. I don't know where to find the videos, guys. That video to to take it out. Oh, Mordecai, thank thank you, man. Thank you for for contributing. I love it when you guys talk and tell stories and and share stuff. It just it just makes this so much better. If I could find the friggin' videos, I could play us out of here, but I can't find what I'm looking for. And I'm afraid that if I click one of these buttons, it's going to take me out of uh, the stream. I might just have to give it up here. Wow. Lots of different layouts you can do. Whew, it's fucking hot. Um, okay. Thank you. That's not what I'm looking for. Menu. Is that it? Found it. Found it. No wonder. All right, guys. And by oh, did you, one thing you may or may not have noticed? Have you noticed how crystal clear? I think the the picture and the audio must be pretty darn good. You know why? Because I'm I got an Ethernet connection now. I put like plugged in. We're not on Wi-Fi, so that really helps a lot. Speaking of which, here's the Patreon video right now. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Jeff. So I've decided to make. A Patreon. What is Patreon? I don't know how to define a Patreon. Let me look it up. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating. I want to do it full-time. I want this to be my full-time job. In my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it going to be successful? I don't know, but I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full-time, uninterrupted. Why? Because I love to do this. I love creating content. I love making videos. I love shooting films. I love doing podcasts. In case you couldn't tell, I love to talk, and I never shut the fuck up. <laughs> so right now, I've kept the Patreon incredibly simple. There's two tiers, and that may change in the future. The Murdergram is a simple way to extend support for all of the hours and hours of free content on the channel for nothing more than a dollar. 38 cents goes to Patreon. What's a buck 38, eh? It's less than a cup of coffee, but it's a great way that you can show support for very little effort. When you divide that dollar 38 by the hours and hours and hours of time spent listening to this endless drivel of content, the dollar cost average works out. Next up is the YouTube casualty for $6.66. <laughs> 
The YouTube casualty is loaded to the gills. Enjoy the archive ad-free as well as ad-free early access to special docu-style podcast videos, music reaction commentaries, and the like a month before they drop on YouTube, loaded with ads, I might add. You're also going to get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes content that is not available on YouTube or anywhere else. So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just want to thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates that subscribes, that's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 cents.